So, no further ado, we just, such an honour to have Pastor Will in the house. So he's, a, he's an elder, so guys, just going to grab him, we'll, we'll get him up. Just want to put our hands together for him. Is he coming? He's an elder in the church. He sits on the on the board for us as a trustee. So he's just really good covering and such a such a wise. Got a got a real gift in terms of wisdom around his life. So just awesome to have you in the house, brother. So generous, so generous. Uh, awesome, awesome. Hey, um, can I know you've just sat down, so you can stay sitting down. I would hate to interrupt, interrupt your life. Um. I just, I just, I, I never, you know, whenever you have the honor of um, serving the Lord somewhere, um, you never just want to jump up and, and spit out a message. Because um, I believe, oh, hopefully that's a good thing, but, you know, the way that I, like, the, the greatest thing about coming to Timaru is the two hour drive from Dunedin. Yeah. No, no, the greatest thing that for me, is a two-hour drive because I have two hours to go, Lord, what do you want to do? It's not like, okay, I've got, I mean, we could go any, me, miny, mo um, on my iPad here and pick a message and go, okay, let's just spit this out and go get some lunch. Because who wants lunch now? We've talked about KFC and a banquet. <laughs> right? No, no, you're always, like, whenever you go anywhere, because we, we are all ministers of God, we're, we all are Christians, Christ in us, the hope of glory. So wherever you go, wherever God leads you, we are servants of the Most High. And so you never take it for granted that on a Sunday morning, you just get to rock on up somewhere and hopefully throw out some biblical scriptural message that is going to encourage people in the way you go for the rest of the week. And, and that, no, I really believe uh, that this morning, God really just wants to minister into a number of people. And I'd love to. I'd love to pray. Um, uh, I'd just. I'd love to pray for a, a group of people, and we have a group of people um, uh, in, in Dunedin every single year. Every single year, we have people move into Dunedin. Uh, we have a whole lot of people also leave because they're students. They're in. They're out. All that. But I really felt even even just coming here this morning. I'd love to pray for those that have shifted. Maybe you've even. Uh, shifted countries. Uh, I've just sharing, I was just talking to someone this morning uh, uh, that we've had six uh, phenomenal South African families join the church in Dunedin in the last, I don't know, however many weeks we've been able to meet this year. And uh, just, just you know, I just really would love to pray for people that have moved. Maybe in the, in the last 15 months, 18 months, you've just moved to Dunedin. We, uh, sorry, to Maru, sorry. That's where we are this morning. <laughs> sort that out. Um, so I, I don't want to embarrass anyone, but the easiest way, uh, maybe if you want to, would you mind standing up? I'd just love to pray for you. You don't have to. Don't be embarrassed. I just thought there was a number of people here this morning. I just pray right now, Father, for every single person. Spirit of God, would you come and rest on every bit of anxiety, every bit of uncertainty, what they've left to what they're coming into, what's where their home is, where their family is, but the new, the new journey, the new chapter, the new page. Holy Spirit, just release your anointing over every single family here, every single individual. Lord, that they would know your grace, they would know your love, Lord. And the Lord knows where you've come from and what you're coming into. And he knows the things that you've been praying for and he knows the family that you've been praying for. And, and I just really believe this morning he wants to release a, a confidence and a, and, a, and, a, and a surety in your spirit that just as he's covering you, he's also covering your family.
but also know that what you're stepping into now here in Timaru is that where God's called you to build. He's called you to plant. He's called you to let your roots grow deep down into, into the soil here. You know, I encourage you, plant yourself in, a, in, in this local church for what God has for you. And so, Lord, right now, I just thank you for every single person here that's just, just been in that transition, been in that change. And through all the challenges, Lord, you have us in the palm of your hand. You have all our thoughts. You have all our desires. You have our hopes and you have our dreams. And Lord, we just thank you. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God is good. Amen. Awesome. Well, um, again, thank you so much for uh, letting me be with you this morning. Um, and and I just I've I've got something on my heart that I just want to encourage you with. As as Richie was saying, I am on the trust here in in Timaru, and it's great to serve uh, with Pastors Dave and uh, Richie and and um, what's your name again? <laughs> Matthew. Um, and uh, you know, and also with Pastor Tico from Christchurch, soon via Fiji. So uh, it is an honor. Uh, we don't take it um, uh, for granted. We really do pray into the life of, of Timaru. We, we believe, I really believe there's a, a, a real a, a season of uh, expansion coming as a church. Uh, you know, and that's not just expansion in um, numbers-wise, because we want to grow numbers, right? Who's believing for the, seeing all these seats filled? Yeah. That's that's a that's a good thing. That's but here's the thing: the seats of being filled in this room is overflow of your life. Just it's, it's overflow of your life because you're the people on the ground here in Timaru. You're the people who go to the same coffee shop every day to meet same Gertrude, whatever her name is. I had to come up with a name quickly, and that was the name that came up. All right. And Gertrude needs Jesus. But here's the thing. You're the person carrying Jesus. And so the overflow out of your life is going to see these seats saved. It's not going to be the overflow of the Timaru Daily Times. Do you have a Daily Times? What, whatever. You get a real paper called a Herald. All right. Okay. Um, it's not going to be advertising on social media. It's not going to be advertising through the paper and all that sort of stuff. It's going to be overflow of your lives, inviting people, bringing people to church. Why? Because are we passionate of the product that we have? Have you ever come across an Amway person? Or, 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 or right? Is Amway sort of old now? What is Amway? You know, Tupperware, even older. Uh, but you come across someone who's passionate about a product and they just want to sell you something. You know, you can sell ice to an Eskimo type thing. Have you ever heard that phrase, they're passionate about something? Uh, come on, as a church, I really believe, Timaru, come on, we're passionate about who Jesus is in our life. Amen? I, I pray that you're passionate about, about who He is this morning, I really believe there's expansion as in growth in the church, but I actually believe there's expansion territorial, whatever that English correct word is. Uh, I didn't pass English at high school. Amen. 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 And so, anyway, just go, if you if you can get close to the word and you can figure out what I'm saying, just go with me. All right, okay. Um, but I I really believe that there's actually going to be an expansion geographically, territorially. Uh, you know, I really believe that God has that for Tamaru. You know, and and I even even connection wise, uh, you know, I love the fact that I was able to be here within two and a bit hours this morning, and it's, it's easy. And I'm going to get in my car later on this afternoon. I'm going to drive home. I'm going to be back in Dunedin for my 5 p.m. service. Easy. Going down to Stronger yesterday. Come on, easy. Getting out of doing the lawns. Easy. I'm like, I mean, even if you don't want to meet with Jesus, get out of doing the lawns. Right? No, hopefully you want to meet with Jesus. 
Um, and we had a great time at Stronger, but I really believe even this, the women's event coming up, um, like we had a good time and we organized. We, I mean, I have a great team that helps organize. They did all the work, essentially. Um, but my wife, Desiree, and this is an unashamed plug, she is phenomenal at it. Uh, this, the grace of God and the gift that's on her life to organize. And just, just what happens at women's event, you'll be crazy if you miss it. Uh, so I want to encourage all of you ladies uh, to get there. It'll be an amazing day. You will be so blessed, and I know God will move in your life. Amen? Awesome. Okay, this morning I want to I wanna, um, just share some thoughts from Romans chapter 12. Um, as a lot of people know this, this passage, uh, or, or at least they know well the sort of the first... Um, couple of scriptures in Romans chapter 12, and I'm going to read from the New Living Translation. Let's pray this morning. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are here. I thank you for all these amazing, amazing people that are in this room, from the youngest to the oldest, Lord, for the call of God and who you've created them to be. I pray, Holy Spirit, for every person, whether they feel far away from you or right up close to you right now. Father, I pray that through the power of your Holy Spirit, you would continue to do a work in our lives, Lord, that we would, be, we would be transformed from glory to glory, Lord, that, Lord, again, something would shift, something would change, something would transform in our lives this morning to reflect the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. I pray, Holy Spirit, you'd be here to move in our lives as we open up to you. I pray in Jesus' name. So Romans chapter 12 from the New Living Translation, we're actually going to use the whole chapter, uh, maybe. I always say maybe because I pray that the Lord does what he wants to do. Um, anyway, let's read. In this, and it says this, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to, the, to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind uh, he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Verse 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I don't know about you, but if you read something like that, don't you want to know what is good and pleasing and perfect? I, I, don't you get annoyed when something's not good? Not pleasing and not perfect. You know, you get to the end of putting the Lego together and there's those pieces still there. And you have to go all the way back through all the individual pages to figure out which piece you missed. And then you have to pull it all apart again and you have to pull it back together again. Okay, sorry, that's maybe my frustration in life. <laughs> but... But don't, don't, don't we want to know what is good and pleasing and perfect to God? I, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to, I think I'll enter into perfection uh, when I die. Yeah, that's just me. I, I, God's still going to be transforming me until I die. But I, I don't know about you, but I want to go on the journey to being transformed. I, I've been married for 20 years and I've been transforming my wife for that long. Has anyone else, any other men been trying to transform their wives? Uh, put your hands down. <laughs> no, but, but, but isn't, isn't, there's this journey of life. There's, this, there's this, 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 this relationship that we have with, with one another, and, and you get to learn about each other, and we learn how we respond, and we learn how we deal with life and situations. But here's the thing. That's the same that God wants to uh, go on a journey with us, tra helping us transform. Has anyone ever responded badly? Again, you don't actually have to put your hands up. It's fine. But, you know, you know just, I, just, I don't know if you're a good driver or a bad driver, or you think you're a good driver, or you think you're a bad driver. But has anyone ever been cut off by someone and responded, well, oh, after you. <laughs> after you. Please, please. No, you have that park. It's fine. No, you go first. Or is it rather, you stupid idiot. And maybe, again, I'm talking to myself. Yeah. This morning, but, we, but here's the thing: is God wants to transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Um, did you know over the last six months, the government has changed the way you think? 
right? Prove, prove, prove it to you. You're walking past someone, you're walking up to them. <laughs> Did you ever used to do that? Oh, sorry. Did we, no, we never used to do that, didn't we? But, ne- but, but because of information, because of health and hygiene and obviously the stuff that's been going on, we have now changed the way we think. We changed the way we do services. We're not allowed more than 100 people. We did this morning, you had to come in and you had to scan the little QR code. Have you ever done that before? No. But see, see as, we, as we ask the Lord and as we go on a journey with him, he just, he's, hey, man, there's going to be some things he wants you to learn how to sidestep in life. There's going to be sometimes some things that he's going, you know what, I actually want you to sign in here regularly. Just, just an idea. It's just helpful to know what's going on, you know. And, and so there's this, let's be transformed by the renewing of our mind. You know, I, I think we've also got to learn how to uh, transform our transformation a little bit. Now, see, the Bible says that do not neglect meeting together, but to spur one another on. You know, who, who's, who's, you know, and it's a real thing, and I'm not trying to come against anyone today, but who's been nervous about coming out of lockdown and going, oh, what's going to happen? Is this pandemic thing, health, all that? That's a genuine fear. I've got elderly parents. They're just, they're just working it. They've been ser- they're serious, but they're looking after themselves. But they aren't doing the things they used to do. I really believe this morning that God wants to help us transform the way that we think. And if I'm um, really open and honest with you this morning, I hated lockdown, the first one. <laughs> I hated it. I, it, it wound, um, so Desiree and I, um, we, both, we both serve national office. We both uh, serve in our local church. We're both working full-time, uh, and our kids are amazing. They are 13, 11, and 9. How do you fill that into one day in one home, parenting, teaching, getting your job done, doing national stuff, all that? Ah! Like, it got to the point where my head was just fried. And, and, and the thinking that was going on in my head was poor. Like, it was worse than poor. It was, if I'm honest, it was probably the lowest I've ever got to. In my relationship with my wife and what I was doing for church, I was almost to the point, I was like, stuff it all. But there was one scripture. That the Holy Spirit revealed to me, he says, and he reminded me of this scripture. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Sometimes it's up to us to take every thought captive. It's actually, and, and I, I, I heard the Holy Spirit say this, and it, and it just said, Will, you've got to change the way you're thinking right now. Because the way that I was thinking was not of God. It, it, it was it was external. It wasn't the best that God had for me. It wasn't, and so from that moment where I just humbled myself and I just said to God, "Okay, God, help me change the way I think," and from there I just started working through stuff. And 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 second lockdown, we're like, "Bring it on, holiday." <laughs> not really, not really, not really. So. Um, I want, to, I want to read through a, a couple of these scriptures this morning. And let's, let's keep going. Because I really believe that God wants to help us change the way we think. And so I, I don't know. Oh, I'll try for time, but let's, let's see. Verse 3 says this. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Do not think you are better than you're, you're, you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourself, measuring yourself by the faith God has given you. I love the scripture. I love it. But how many people have just focused on the part, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to? We do, right? Oh, okay, sorry. But, but that's not about thinking of ourselves less. We still, got to, we still should be thinking of ourselves as, man, you know what? I am awesome. I am amazing. Why? Because of the grace 
that is in our lives. You know, sometimes from our humanity side of things, yeah, stop thinking of it. Uh, yeah. But from the grace of God side of things, you should be pumping up, man. This is amazing. You know, I, 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 and humbly, I just say this this morning, I never dreamed of being here this morning just sharing with you. I was the production guy in a church in London, just pushing boxes around, plugging cables in. It was easy, right? If a, if a road case didn't go where you wanted it to go, you just ran around and pushed it where you wanted it to go. Real different to pastoring. So many people don't go where you want them to go. You just can't get around them and kick them or whatever. You, you know. But no, we, this is amazing. I'm just, I'm just blown away at what God's doing in my life. I wonder, are you blown away with what God is doing in and through your life because of the grace He have, has given you? Come on, be honest in your evaluation of yourself. You should be saying, you know what? I am awesome. I am awesome because of the authority and the grace of God that is in my life. The same power that rose Jesus from the grave lives in you, lives in me, and so that makes you awesome. Come on, let's have it. No, no, poor me. I'm, I'm just a humble servant of the Lord. Yes, we are, but come on, no. That, that, that's just like nullifying what Jesus did on the cross. It's, it's, uh, you know what? Jesus died on the cross so we could be all that God had created us to be, and I pray that you're passionate about that. This morning, measuring yourself by the faith God has given you. Can I pray you measure yourself by faith? Oh, no, it's not. I've only got a little bit of faith. No, no, you've got heaps. If you've only got the size of mustard seed, you've got enough. Right? Let's keep going because we've got 15 points to get through. I'm serious. Like, there's 15 points down here. Um, <laughs> no. In His grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So it is God who has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out as, with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach them well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take that responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. When is a church in Timaru? Every single person has, has been given gifts and graces by the Lord. And he needs us to come together to go, you know what, this is, if, you've, if you can do this, can you do this? If you can do this, can you do it? If, let, let's all come together as a church, not just on Sunday, but Monday through. I, I remember there was, a, there was an accident in, 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 in Wanaka. And, and there was a girl at our Bible college up in Auckland, and, it was, and she'd come over from France. And her parents were on an OE just doing a holiday. And unfortunately, um, the mother had a, a, a very a, a massive heart attack. And, and so I get a phone call. They're in Wanaka. I'm in Dunedin. Three, and four, three or four hour drive away. We don't know. They speak French, zero English. How helpful am I in this situation? If you're unsure, minus zero. Right, I can't speak French. They're miles away. But we're like, okay, what can we do? I get it. I go, right, who, who in the church speaks French? And I find someone who can speak French. It's the middle of the night. I ring him up. Hey, how's it going? We need to do this. Anyway, we looked after, and unfortunately, the mum did pass away. But the dad was over, and I had a guy who was there to to talk with him, and we loved him and helped him and served him, and we looked after everything for two whole weeks, just as we were planning and awesome. Well, that's just the body of Christ coming together for someone's parents who lived in France. We in Dunedin were able to be that person. You know, in Timaru, as we come together as a church, as we meet in, in e-groups and, and all that, I, I encourage you, if you're not in an e-group, um, get an e-group. Right? Amen. Right. You're, you're, you're losing out in life if you're not in an e-group. Just, yeah, anyway. But why? Because we need each other. We need mates that will just go, hey, you want to come along for a road trip? Jump in the car? You know, obviously there's a couple of KFCs along the way. It'll be good. But God gets hold of in a moment. 
and God moves. We need each other. So if we've got a gift, come on, use it for the glory of God. Verse 9, don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Do we need to explain that one? <laughs> um, hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with a genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. So you're going from t- taking delight in honoring each other. Come the early the early church expanded in lockdown, in persecution. But they 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 why did it expand? Because they devoted themselves to one another, it says in Acts chapter two, verse forty-two through forty-eight, I think it is. But they dev- they really loved each other. In fact, they sold property so that people were able to eat together and, and meet together. I, I wonder what would happen if we just didn't. I'm, I'm not saying we're pretending as a church. Please don't hear that. But I'm saying what would happen if we really loved someone? Again, just I, I don't want to talk about what, what, what God's doing in and through me all the time. But it's the easiest illustrations. I've just started my second son's playing rugby this year. And it's awesome because I'm meeting some non-Christians. It's great. If you, if you just do something to meet non-Christians. If you, I mean, for me, it's quite difficult because I'm in church. I've got a church staff, all that sort of stuff. So I'm really trying to meet non-Christians. And and again, I just get to stand on the sideline and talk to parents, and they always ask the question, "What do you do?" Because what do we do is important, you know. And and I always say, "I'm a pastor." And it's just great. It's like cracking open a, ta- a can. Uh, and hopefully, normally, it's good. And, and you just start having conversations with people. And, you know, um, one guy is just like, oh, yeah, my, um, my brother was pretty messed up, and he found the church as well. I'm like, oh, yeah, hopefully he just didn't find the church. I said, I hope you found Jesus. He goes, yeah, I think so. <laughs> and we just, start, we just start having this conversation. And I literally get the opportunity. To, he goes, oh, it's all the same, isn't it? I was like, oh, yeah, not really. I was like, but there is one thing that if, if, if we align with one thing, then we're sort of the same. And he goes, oh, what's the one thing? I said, well, if we believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose again on the third day to save us from the penalty of our sin, and if we confess with our mouth that he is Lord, he is faithful and just to save us. Oh, is that right? Okay. I'm like, yeah, but but in my nervousness, would I have done that 20 years ago? So I know the journey, right? I know the transformation. It's also something I'm personally praying for because because I don't. I mean, I've got to take responsibility to seeing seats filled. I've got to take responsibility. I can't just say, "Come on, church, fill up the seats." Amen. All right. Don't just pretend. To, oh, we've done that one. Uh, never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Thank you very much. Um, I get it. But here's the thing. Is what do we work hard for first? We work hard in our, in our jobs. We'll put 40 hours plus a week into it. But who's first? Do we work hard on serving God? And, and uh, do we work hard? Like, I love serving on a Sunday. I love it. In fact, I, I loved it so much. When I was in London, we used to do two services in a day, but we're in two locations. So we'd go and get the gear, 5 a.m., wake up, get it all, bring the trucks to the location, set it up, set it down. Pastor Bruce would preach. As soon as he finished, we'd move everyone out into the foyer so we could put, tear it all down again. We'd jump in, try and get through the London traffic, get to another location, bring it all in, set it all up again, plug all the cables in. They would come in. The minister that preached would like see people saved. Amen. And then we'd pull it all down again, put everything back into the trucks, pull the lid down on the truck or the side on the truck, and we'd go to the pub. The pub in London is a communal place for eating, by the way. Not just, not just like, not New Zealand pubs. But we'd celebrate at the end of the day by eating together at 9.30 at night. That's just a Sunday. But people were getting saved. People were getting transformed. Come on, as, as a church in Dunedin, let's, this is, let's, putting this up and down is easy. 
Let's just, come on, amen. Let's work hard for God. Let's work hard for God. We get to relax. I, oh, I don't know what we're going to do in eternity, but I'm sure we'll be space for relaxing. Um, rejoice in your confident hope, amen. Let's always be excited about rejoicing. Let God transform our mind. Man, if you're having a stink day, come on, why don't you just get, it, get into your mind? You are having a good day. I'm going to rejoice in the confident hope that I have in Jesus Christ. Let's be patient in trouble and keep on praying. If you're uh, keeping notes, that was point number seven. <laughs> be patient in trouble and keep on praying. How, how, how easy is that to read, but then actually to do? Real easy to read. All right, be patient in trouble. Keep on praying. Freak out! Everyone, whether it's an external freak out or an internal freak out, sometimes we just freak out, right? Uh, Why well, we generally freak out because we don't know what's around the corner. But here's the thing faith knows what's around the corner. Faith knows that God is there, Jesus is there. He's got us in the palm of the hand. We can trust that he's for us, not against us. That the Bible says that no weapon formed against us will prosper. We can go through situations that are going to be challenging like this year. And whether, you've, whether maybe some circumstances have been horrendous for you or whether you've felt like it's been great because you got the wage subsidy. We can be patient in trouble and we keep on praying. When we pray, it builds our faith tank. Because there's a, there's, a, um, there's a promise that God gives us. He says, when you pray, it says the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will fill you. So it's like me going up to the ATM as a prayer machine. It's like, oh, I'm going to just put a little deposit here. I'm going to pray. And out of it just comes peace. It's a supernatural thing that happens because you're putting faith in God. Um, when God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager and practice to practice hospitality. I'm I'm really grateful for, um, as I said, I think I said we had we've got about six South African families come into the life of the church. I'm really looking forward to practicing hospitality with them because they know how to bry, right? They know how to barbecue in the New Zealand language. I'm looking forward to that. But more than that, I actually want to get to know them. Uh, I, I, have no, I, I do know what it's like to move a country because we were living in London for five years. We thought God called us there forever. But then God changed and asked us to come back to Masterton at that stage. I don't know what it's like, but I, know, I don't know what it's like when you have to leave family behind. See, we were coming back to family. I don't know what it's like having to transition children. I know what it's like to transition young families from Marston down to Dunedin. But I want to I wanna practice hospitality. I want to journey with them. I want to open up. I was like, oh man, yeah, that must be difficult. Or come on, yeah, you can trust God. I remember having to take my boy and he's like six years old running out of school saying, dad, dad, why do we have to be here? And he's crying. And I'm there at the, at the school gate and just we've just shifted down to Dunedin. He's like, I've got no friends here. And I get down on my knee and I just say, buddy, remember how we prayed about this together and we talked about it together and we don't, don't we believe that God has asked us to come to Dunedin? He's like, yes, Dad. And you take him back into the class and you have a nice chat to the amazing teachers and you walk out and then you burst into tears. I know what it's like. But don't you want to practice hospitality with people? See, these are, these, are, these are key things this morning that are going to help transform Timur and the outer regions. These are the key things. I, I'm excited that we get to come and meet this morning and lift up the name of Jesus. But there's so many more people that want to come and meet and lift up the name of Jesus couple more things, then we'll get the musos back up and we'll finish up. Um, rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient. Um, when God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Uh, verse 14, bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. 
I think God's really working on me on that one. <laughs> it's a new way of thinking. It's actually a real new way of thinking. I think if you can actually get hold of this one, you'll get hold of all of them. When, how, how hard is it to forgive someone? How hard is it to, that someone has hurt you, said something about you, maybe backstabbed you, maybe even worse, I don't know the situations that you're in. But it's a new way of thinking. And Jesus came to give us a new way of thinking. He even says in the Bible, he says, you know, unless you forgive others, how can I forgive you? We've got to learn how to forgive. Because here's the thing is if you can learn how to forgive, the overflow of your life will embrace all those other things that we've been talking about. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Be real. No one wants these pompous Christians who think they've got it all together. <laughs> Sorry, I was, was that a bit honest? <laughs> Just be real. If someone's hurting, hurt with them. Uh, someone's going, it's not your burden to carry what they're going through, but just be real with people. Yeah, this sucks. Or rejoice with people, rejoice with people. Just be real. That's called friendship. It's called relationship. Um, um, live in harmony with each other. I love that. Live in harmony with each other. Um, you know, we had beautiful worship this morning. It was great because they could all sing. <laughs> but here's the thing: when we enjoy that when they all when they can all sing, but what happens when someone's flat or someone's pitches out or someone's out of tune? You're like, I'd rather hear a strangling cat. You know, <laughs> not that it's right to strangle cats. But no, living in harmony with each other. Here's the thing. In the church, you're going to get offended with one another. Because we're human. We are human, but we've got to let God transform the way we think. Do we need to forgive someone? Do we need to let it go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's live in harmony. Sometimes it's best just to let things go. I'm not talking about sweeping things under the carpet. No, you've got to sweep it up and give it to God and let it go. Or if it needs to be talked about, do it positively. All right, let's keep going, and we're going to pray. Um, don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people and don't think you know it all. Um, I, I think, you know, I, I always get challenged in this, especially um, when you walk past someone who's uh, begging, someone who's um, needing help, you know what, I always challenge myself is, am I the Samaritan or am I the Pharisee that crosses the road? I really believe that some of the, you know, let's not never walk past an opportunity to serve anybody. Every person is a soul. Every person is precious to Jesus. Um, never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you, you, you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take re revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge, I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If you are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on, of shame on their heads. Verse 21, don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Romans chapter 12, um, you know, sometimes simply just reading the Bible preaches. <laughs> if the music team jump up, that'd be great, thanks. Here's the thing, there's so many things in there this morning. It's like throwing out a whole lot of topics that I'm sure we're all grappling with something in there one way or another. But if we can do these things, if we can apply them into our life and into our world, could this auditorium become too small? But here's the thing. Why do we want this auditorium to be too small? It's nice for us right now. Put a bag room. I like putting my bag next to a seat, you know. It's, it's annoying having to bend down and grab my bag. 
No, here's the thing. I think the biggest thing about transforming our mind is going, okay, God, it's not about me, it's about you. I think the biggest struggle, the biggest challenge that we have in life is living our life for us and, and, and making sure us or ourselves are comfortable and we are doing well. But there's just something in my heart right now that just says, you know what, come on, God, transform my mind for others. Transform my mind for the person who's not sitting in that seat right there. Transform my mind for my family. See, I've been praying for my family for ages, praying for my dad for ages, a long, long, long time. Probably ever since I became a Christian when I was 14, a long, long, long time ago. I've been, come on, God, come on, God, come on, God. And I've been praying, and praying is good. But just recently, I, was, I had the opportunity, and I don't see my dad often, but I, I took my second son, Oliver, and we went up to Nelson. That's where he is. He's a retired farmer. He's got, he's got 60 sheep that he now plays with. And we were doing the, the uh, tailing and, and, and that stuff. And we were up there, and, and, and I'm there, and I'm just... I mean, having a great day is beautiful, sunny, beautiful farm. Hanging out with him. He's got like four other of his farmer retired mates. It really is dad's army. Just like, it's, it's comical. It's just amazing. It's so funny. But And they're all just doing their farmer thing, retired, having a laugh, having a blast. But they don't know God. They don't know Jesus. And I was like, come on, God, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. And my dad's um, getting hard of hearing now. I'm like, oh, it's, he's really hard to talk to. And so he sends me this text message after we'd been with him. And he's like, oh, you know, it was amazing. I had such a great day. And I was like, you know, you can always just say, oh, that's awesome. I did too. But I really felt in this moment, I was like, okay, God, well, what do you want me to reply? And so in the end, I just wrote in this message that I said, Dad, you know what? I had a great day too. I love you so much. You don't know how much I love you. I love you so much. And the reason that I love you so much is because I, I know the love of Jesus Christ in my life and I live with faith, hope, and love. I didn't put the scripture reference down. But I just I sent a message like, and I just sent it to him. And I said, you know, a whole lot of stuff in there. You can know Jesus as well. And you just get this thumbs up emoji back. But still God is doing something. And I'm still going to send messages. I'm still going to go out, even if you just get a thumbs up. I wonder where we need to transform our minds just to go, you know what? I'm going to go a little bit further this morning. I'm going to challenge myself to be a little bit more passionate about that Tupperware salesman person. Come on, don't we have the best product? It's not even a product. Don't we live our greatest life with the faith and with faith in Jesus Christ? I know I'm going a little bit longer this morning, but I pray really that, that, that what happens here overflows into Timaru. That our lives, so many people right now are searching for answers, searching who is Jesus, who is God. The Google search engine has gone up 20% on those subjects. People are hungry to know about the, what is the meaning of life. And we have that answer. And I pray this morning, come on, let God transform you and renew our minds by changing the way that we think. I mean, so many, how nervous do we get? Oh, they don't, they're not going to want to know. No, they are going to want to know. Even if you just get the thumbs up emoji. I don't care. I know God's working in the background. So, friends, church, I'm, I'm, I'm purposely challenging us. Come on, there's a whole lot of things there. Let's live our lives that way. But where is it that you, you're saying, God, change the way I think this morning? Maybe as we finish, when we stand up and we'll just pray. Father, I thank you for every person in this room.
God, even though the kids have come back in and signaled it's time to go. <laughs> I thank you, Lord, that they're in this room because, again, Lord, you're challenging us to change the way we think. Let us be transformed by the renewing of our minds. I'd love to pray just for this this topic this morning, which is, like, I've had this thought as well, is they wouldn't want to know. You know, in your workplace or your neighbors or your fam- family, in your head, you're, you're saying, oh, they actually wouldn't want to know about the love of God. And, and you know you've held back because you think they just don't want to know. I, I really believe this morning they do want to know and that God wants to use you and use your gifts and so I'd love to pray with pray for you this morning you don't have to come down the front I'll just pray for you here but in just a signal of just saying you know what God I want to I want to I want to reach more people for Jesus I'm going to I'm going to step out in faith and I'm going to change the way I think Maybe if that's you, you want to lift your hands and just in a sign of surrender to the Lord. Lord, I thank you for such a response here this morning. You're challenging us, Lord, out of the overflow out of our lives. We're going to see this place filled, not just here in Timaru, but out of the regions as well. Lord, it's starting here. I pray, Father, right now for every name and every relationship that's coming into people's hearts. That is, Lord, there's really going to be a transformation of, of when someone just steps out and says, you know what, I'm going to believe today that you, God, you're going to give me an opportunity to, to share the gospel with this person. Now you're going to give me words of knowledge and just things to say and the right words to say. It's going to overflow out of my life. You know, even for people here who feel like, well, that's it. No, this is as good as it gets. No, come on. He's rejoicing in you. He's rejoicing in you. Timaru is worth it. You know, you've just moved here in the last 15 months. Come on, He's called you here. Maybe you've been born and bred in Timaru. And and come on, He's got you here for a purpose. Lord, help us to change the way that we think. Transform us into a new creation. Putting on a garment of praise, declaring hope, faith and love in every situation, every circumstance. That, Lord, we would overflow and those that are in need would come and would hear how we hold on to hope. We hold on to you, Jesus. That you are the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to you except through Him. I thank you, Lord, for this amazing, amazing church. Pray your blessing over them in Jesus' name. You know, just before we go this morning, I'd love to pray another simple prayer. Well, I do this in every single service. Why? Because I love you. I don't know your story, and maybe I've not even said hello to you this morning. But I want to tell you I love you because Jesus loves you. And this may be the only time I'll ever say hello to you or speak to you. Maybe we'll strike up a friendship and that'll be cool. But friendship with me is, is going to just be a little bit of fun. But I want to tell you, a friendship and a relationship with Jesus Christ is going to be a whole lot more. He will lead you. He will, he will guide you through life. But most importantly, He's the one that came and died for you on the cross rose again on the third day now is seated victorious next to the heavenly father and the bible says that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is lord that he died for the penalty of our sin then he is faithful and just to forgive us and that we'll walk in eternity with him and in relationship with him from this day onwards he said he also says that he's going to send his holy spirit to live and dwell within us to lead and guide us in every situation. 
So friends, just as we're here in this room, I'd ask just for privacy for one another. Could we bow our heads, close our eyes? And I would love to pray for you. I'm not going to ask you to come down the front. I don't want to embarrass anyone, but I do want, I want to, I'd love to know who I'm praying for. You know, whether today is the first time you're ever declaring Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. Or maybe you're saying, you know what, I've walked away from him, but I want to recommit my heart back to Jesus this morning. I'd love to just acknowledge you and pray for you where you are. But just so I know who I'm praying for, I just need to do one brave thing. That is to shoot your hand up and put it down. I'll see it. Then you can put it down. Then we'll go from there. So if that's you this morning, whether it's declaring Jesus as your Lord and Savior for the first time or you're recommitting your heart to Jesus, I'd love to pray with you. Would you mind shooting your hand up right now? I'll see it. Then you can put it down and we'll go from there. Just real quick, I don't want to hold anybody up. But God loves you. Jesus loves you. He died and He rose again for Thank you, Lord. You know, as a church, I haven't seen any hands this morning. That's okay. But as we finish, could we just pray for that person in your world that you're believing for right now? Could we just pray as a church? Because uh, you know, it's great to come together and, and, and lift up the name of Jesus, but it's even more exciting to party with the angels in heaven when people get saved. Yeah, and he's going he's gonna to use you. He's going to use me with the overflow of God. And so just for the next 30 seconds, and I'll hand back, and why don't you lift your voices? Why don't you pray for that person in, the, in your world that needs Jesus? Amen. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you right now that you've called us into our worlds. Lord, you know our workmates. You know our family. You know, Lord, where you've placed us. You know the coffee shop person down the road. And Lord, would you use us this week to be able to speak truth and life and love into their lives. That, Lord, that, that just as you're transforming us by changing the way we think, Lord, that you've got a life for them. In Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Awesome. Let's put our hands together for Pastor Will. Oh, that's so good.